The Miami Hurricanes 2022 spring game just wrapped up minutes ago in Fort Lauderdale. Let's talk about the good and the bad. I am Alex Dono, your host of Locked on Canes, University of Miami alum, South Florida native, South Florida sports radio vet, longtime pregame and most recently postgame host of the University of Miami radio network. Just really enjoyed watching the University of Miami 2022 spring game. Thank you, by the way, for making Locked on Canes your first Miami Hurricanes listen of the day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Now, this is a bonus episode, guys. We're coming to you. On a Saturday, reviewing the Miami Hurricanes spring game. Going to talk about the good and the bad. Thankfully, the good really outweighed the bad. And I'm going to start on the offense. I enjoyed what I saw from the starting offensive line and the running game. I think you can already see evidence that Coach Mirabal, the offensive line coach, Mario Cristobal, and also the way that Josh Gaddis is scheming things. Uh, and moving the pocket. I, I really enjoyed a lot of that there. They've looked more physical up front so far. And because of that, you had a handful of running backs really stand out. Loved what I saw today as expected, because this is a continuation of the spring that he's had. Henry Parrish had a nice day for Miami, uh, scored a touchdown on the opening Hurricanes drive, had several big runs in this one, had some nice catches out of the backfield as well. That's the transfer running back from Ole Miss, who you know we've speculated on this show in a deep running back room. He could end up being the starting running back, but we know a handful of guys in that running back core are definitely going to get some reps. Now, as far as exceeding expectations go, someone who really stepped up today and looked even bigger, stronger, and more powerful than last year is 243-pound thumper Thad Franklin. He's going to have probably an even bigger role than we thought a couple weeks ago in short yardage situations since Cody Brown is leaving in the transfer portal. Guys, Dad Franklin, he always kept his legs churning. He was always falling forward for positive yardage. You really, really love to see that. Now, we're going to talk about in a few minutes you know, some things that didn't go so well in Miami's passing game, but something that did go well overall wasn't perfect on the day, but I think as expected, you saw a lot of catches by Xavier Restrepo. Number seven, Miami slot receiver. He's all over the field. Uh, you know, he did have maybe a questionable drop early on. Wasn't sure if the throw was off, but it did get into his hands from Tyler Van Dyke. But Xavier Restrepo was making volume catches all over the field. A lot of connections between him and Tyler Van Dyke on third down. That's just a preview of what we're going to see throughout the 2022 season. I mean, when the regular season begins, third down and five, third down and eight, third down and seven, you're going to be seeing connections all year long between Tyler Van Dyke and his roommate, Xavier Restrepo. He had a lot of those today. Uh, we got a look at three quarterbacks today. Now, we'll start with Tyler Van Dyke, and you know you can't really bring up the good about TVD without bringing out the bad and some of the uh, the players he was throwing the football to. I thought TVD looked very sharp. You know, he engineered a handful of touchdown drives. Um, he and Jake Garcia were alternating drives early, and then uh, late in the second quarter, you started to see the true freshman who it was nice to see out there. Ja'Curry Brown got thrown into the mix in the second half where Miami used a running clock. We saw a little bit of Peyton Matoka as well. He didn't throw the ball too much, but we did see him kind of showing his speed, getting outside the pocket and running a little bit. But 
you know, what we knew coming in was reinforced in that Tyler Van Dyke is far and away the best quarterback on this team. We saw a few good things from Jake Garcia, but TVD still has that it factor. And he could have looked a lot better today if we didn't have so many key drops in his deep passes. A couple of those we saw early on were a drop from Keyshawn Smith, a drop from Jacoby George. You know, those are going to be Miami's primary deep ball receivers throughout the season. And just the connection between TVD and these guys, whether it be them just not coming up with the catches or maybe not breaking off their routes at the right time, the connection was just a little bit off there. And I know it's something that Mario Cristobal noticed because I was listening to his halftime interview with Sam Acho on ACC Network, and that was Cristobal's primary negative takeaway at halftime. And most of the action we saw was in the first half uh, in terms of the starters stepping up and trying to make plays. And Cristobal said it like, we just we left too many big plays in the passing game on the field. We weren't coming down with enough balls. So I, I know that that was a factor there. But overall, Tyler Van Dyke still has the arm, still has the timing. Uh, he His decision-making in the pocket is always solid where he, he always knows the right time to take off and run. And even though TVD is not very fast, he's got good instincts on how to get out there and pick up positive yards with his leg. I thought Jake Garcia showed some good pocket presence as well. You know, talking offensively, a player I've got to give some love to uh, in the backfield who was getting a lot of work in the second half. How is this guy a walk-on? Devin Perry. Devin Perry looked really good. He played really well. Uh, Got a lot of reps in that second half. Get this guy a scholarship, right? Whether it's at Miami or he's got to go somewhere else. I just want this kid deserves a scholarship. He played really, really well in this game. Uh, so, listen, I, I thought the running game showed a lot of positive signs. The offensive line, as I mentioned, looked good. As far as the passing game goes, you know, we still have a long way to go before we're playing regular season and ACC football. And, you know, Miami's first big test of the season is going to be September 17th on the road to Texas A&M. So we have a lot of time to figure this out. But you guys know this is something we've been a little bit concerned about on this show. A couple weeks ago when we talked about the wide receiver core, there's a lot of talent and a lot of speed in that receiver's room. But you've got to replace your top two receivers from last year, right? Because we saw so much in terms of volume and yardage from Charleston Rambo, who set the single season record last year, and Mike Harley, who set... The all-time uh, Miami receiving uh, Miami's re- receptions record, I should say, for a career, and the two of them together were Miami's number one and number two receivers. So we've got to replace some of that volume. Uh, as far as the the tight ends went today, I was really impressed with Khalil Brantley. We're gonna have to start talking about him more, I think, because uh, so many times when we brought up the tight end room, the only people we talk about are you know Will Mallory, who's had an injury in spring, he did not play today. Elijah Arroyo, who had some good and some bad today. Uh, Jaleel Skinner, we didn't see a whole lot of. But Khalil Brantley made some big catches in the second half. So maybe Miami's tight end room could be four deep or potentially even deeper than that. That's one of the deepest rooms on this team. So, all right, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about some of the things that stood out in a positive way on the defensive side of the football. But, guys, I want to remind you, this episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. It's time to start studying, guys. College football season is going to be here before you know it. We've got the basketball playoffs going on. Hockey playoffs are soon to come. 
busy time in the sports world. Major League Baseball is up and running. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news at betonline.net. It's your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting, which is a game changer, to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Guys, the website works great. Whether you're on a mobile device or on a computer, betonline.net, betonline, where the game starts. So on the offensive side of the football in Miami spring game, we had one transfer portal guy, Henry Parrish, looking really good in this game. On the defensive side of the football, transfer portal, Jacob Lichtenstein. Jacob, I don't know if it's a a hard CH or a soft CH. I'll call him Lichtenstein from now on. Jacob Lichtenstein, the transfer D lineman from USC, he was popping in that game. Uh, had some big tackles, had a fumble recovery, had a pass breakup tip ball that went directly into the hands of his defensive teammate James Williams for an interception. So he was the one who really made that INT. James Williams was the one to clean it up. Uh, Lichtenstein looks good enough to me to be a starter, potentially, certainly a heavy rotation guy. So I love seeing that. You know, I mentioned James Williams getting the INT. He and Avante Williams, no relation, but the two safeties, James Williams, Avante Williams, they were jumping off the screen for me. Uh, and you know James Williams ha- has got that size and that power. Avante Williams, he was everywhere. He was a ball hawk. He was making big hits, You know, about as big hits as you're allowed to make in a spring game because if you touch someone, they're blowing the whistle. But he did some good stuff. And then, wow, when it comes to playmaking, I thought the guy who – popped most on the defense was Gilbert Frierson, number three. I don't know how this guy wasn't a starter last season, but Frierson, he looks ready to take over in 2022. I thought he had possibly the best defensive performance of all. He had a big uh, a big tackle for a loss in this game. Um, and that led to, yeah, they, they use this wonky scoring system where you get you know, a point for a, for a TFL. Uh, you know, he had one of those a TFL in the first half that was the biggest play to that point the defense had made, and it got that crowd going. Great crowd, by the way, 18,000 sellout. They were a little bit late arriving, but I, I guess that's just a Miami thing, or maybe it was people driving from Miami to Fort Lauderdale was the problem. They underestimate how much traffic there was out there on Commercial Boulevard. So they were a little bit late arriving, but when they got there, uh, 18,000 strong, at Drivefink Stadium, formerly Lockhart Stadium in Fort Lauderdale. And then, you know, another one of the biggest takeaways here, and thanks so much. I had thrown this out there on the Locked on Canes Twitter account. Make sure you follow us there. We will follow you back at Locked on Canes. And we got some uh, some great tweets from our listeners, and Marla had sent me uh, a list of some of the things that stood out to her. And the first thing she put down there was, coaching staff who is a who's who of college football. That was incredible. I mean, it's already kind of surreal to see Mario Cristobal back in Miami colors. Um, And then you look at some of the assistants that were in there. I mean, Ed Reed is still part of the program working on the staff. I'm a Miami kid, grew up a hardcore Hurricanes fan, of course, and a hardcore Miami Dolphins fan. To see Jason Taylor... Pro Football Hall of Famer, who's a defensive analyst on this staff, to see him wearing the UM visor and you know help coaching these players up, that was surreal to me. Charlie Strong got a lot of camera time, and his linebackers looked pretty good in this game. 
you know, to have someone like Charlie Strong, who just he, you know, he's such a decorated college football coach, even, you know, spent a little time as an NFL assistant as well. But, you know, you talk about being overqualified, like seemingly being overqualified to be a college football linebacker coach. Charlie Strong, I think, is going to do incredible things with that group to see him uh, on the sidelines as well. And, you know, it was it was a who's who of great people in attendance as well. Right. Antrell Roll was interviewed on the broadcast. Bryant McKinney was interviewed. You know, you had some legends that even predated, you know, the glory days of Miami football, like Ray Bellamy, who broke the color barrier at Miami, was the first black Miami football player ever decades ago. He had a wonderful interview on ACC Network. It was just an absolute who's who from the coaching staff to the VIP attendees. Uh, it was it was a really, really good day. So I think um, in conclusion, as far as what really looked good for Miami, I think positive signs from the running game, big-time positives from the offensive line who you know weren't very good last year, and you hope that coaching can make a big difference for that group. Passing game, it's going to be a little bit of a concern, not from a quarterback standpoint, from a receiver standpoint. They need to be sharper. Um, we saw some decent things from the tight ends, though. Um, saw some good things from the running backs. I was really encouraged by that. Uh, I was very encouraged by the defense. I think you had a couple of standout playmakers there at every level, on the D-line, on the linebackers, the defensive backs. You know, I talked about the safeties, but the coverage from the corners uh, was also really good. DJ Ivy did some good things. We didn't say that a whole lot during the regular season last year. Isaiah Dunson had some good coverage. Uh, so these these guys were all over the field. Uh, so I thought for this spring game, and I know it's spring football, it's Miami versus Miami. So if someone did something good for the Canes, it means someone for the Canes didn't do something so good anytime a big play is made. So it's tough, limited contact. But I thought the positives outweighed the negatives. So let me know what you guys think. And and from an overall standpoint, because I don't know if I if I captured this well enough with my words. Um, I thought the defense did show better angles, more physicality from last season, right? I mean, last year, Miami just had a plague of missed tackles, and I know it's hard to really judge tackling in a spring game. I get it, but they looked sharp. The angles looked good. The speed at which they swarmed to the football looked good. So I think we're seeing some notable improvements on the defensive side of the football because the defense needs a lot more work from last season than the offense does. I mean, the offense is more just about kind of getting getting more consistency out of the wide receiver core and better offensive line play because you know the quarterbacks and the running backs and the tight ends should be absolutely fine. But defensively, that group needs more of a Band-Aid from last year. So thank you so much for tuning in. And again, make sure you guys, uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast, Locked on Canes. We give you daily Miami Hurricanes football talk Monday through Friday, occasionally a, a bonus episode like this on, on a Saturday. So make sure you subscribe and make sure you follow us on Twitter as well at Locked on Canes. And let us know on Twitter if there's anything we didn't cover in this quick episode and you want to make sure we cover on Monday because we're going to do another big breakdown of spring game on Monday let us know in the Twitter comments at Locked on Canes. We will get to absolutely everything, my friends. And while well, you know what's really helped me attack my fitness is Built Bar. Guys, I for the last six months, I have been on an absolute mission 
to bring my body to its personal best and to put myself in the type of shape where I know I'm going to be around for a long time for my young son to be there for him. And when you're talking about like a lifestyle and fitness renaissance, it can be difficult when you have a sweet tooth like me making bad food choices. Well, I know I can bite into a built bar and I can taste delicious, yummy chocolate while also making a sound nutrition choice. Built Bar is incredible. Have you tried their new puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. They are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. These are a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Ooh, I love it. Puffs are a fan favorite. They've got incredible flavors like yummy cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. They're so good. These are going to be your new favorite, guys. And all Built Bars, as I mentioned it, and you can taste the difference, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. They are low-calorie and high-protein. Replace your candy bars with these. These are better. A typical candy bar, anywhere from two to 300 calories. Go to Built Bar. Uh, Built.com is their website. Scroll down to the macros chart. You're going to be blown away. High protein, low cal. High fiber, low carb. Most Built Bars contain just 130 calories. Only 4 grams of sugar. Just 4 net carbs. 17 action-packed grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories. Ugh. 30 grams of sugar and dozens of net carbs. Built Bar has delicious flavors like mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond. The new white chocolate cookies and cream is the bomb. They are delicious. New flavors are coming out all the time. In fact, if they think a flavor might be good, they're going to make it. It's going to be delicious, and it's going to be good for you. At Built Bar, they are all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then they find a way to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to Built.com, use our promo code LOCKED. 15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. 